How's it going, everyone? Welcome into the Sports Appeal Podcast. I'm your host, AJ Teal. As always, to my right, my co-host and my dad, Noel Teal. Dude, the U.S. women's team is out of the World Cup. Dude, what the what the heck just happened? Like, we were... I, I woke up Sunday morning, and I, like, saw the alerts on my phone, and I was like, we lost to Sweden? Yeah. Did you, did you watch the penalty kicks? I went back after, you know, you, you texted me about it and watched it. Like, just yeah. embarrassing. Like, disgrace. Uh, like, uh, just disgusting. Yeah. yeah. Very I'm upsetting. Megan Rapino, I'm so Needs glad she's quit. retiring. I mean, I'm not going to yeah. get into, you know, Megan Rapino and all her BS. But, you know, she can go off and ride off into the sunset and laugh about it as she did after yeah. her penalty kick. Um all I'm saying is I never missed a penalty uh, when I would play to so- when I played soccer. I also wow. didn't att- I didn't attempt one, but you can't miss if you don't attempt one. <laughs> I was gonna say I really I was trying so hard to remember you playing soccer and getting a penalty kick, and it wasn't I, coming to memory. No, no, I'm just saying like you know at least I didn't miss one, and at least I didn't no. sit, soar it over the over the net in the biggest moment to win it. Like that's ridiculous. Anyway, we're not talking about soccer on today's. Nope podcast although i am wearing this cool ass ronaldo shirt jersey thing that you got me when you were in italy so when i used to play on juventus so i guess i am kind of supporting the soccer theme Uh, but we're content continuing our division previews here in the nfl today we will move forward with the nfc and the afc north this is a much anticipated episode and it's probably our most important that we're going to do in these division previews these are the two tight members these are the two tightest divisions in football. You could pick yep. any team to really win in any any of these divisions, and you could make you know you could justify it to to you know to pick any of them. So this is going to be an interesting episode. I, I'm not exactly sure where you're going in the north. Um, I know we've talked about it a little, but I was even up in the in the air, you know, going into this week because I've gone back and forth on who I'm going to pick and stuff. Yep. The AFC North, I completely changed my opinion. This morning when, when we were going to, you know, just looking through it and I'm, I'm really confident in one team there to win it as well. So this is going to be fun. We've had some, we, last week's episode, we disagreed on both divisions where you had the Chargers winning the AFC West. I had the Chiefs and then we swapped on the NFC West. I had Seattle winning and you stuck with the 49ers. I have a feeling we might go two for two different today as well. So this is going to be interesting. Uh, if you didn't listen... There's no chance that we have a different winning team in the AFC North. If we do, I'm going to question you to the nth degree. I don't know. We'll have to we'll have to find out. But if you missed last week's episodes, we did go through, like I just said, the AFC and NFC West, and we also went through the NFC and AFC. So uh, the clips for those should all be up by the time this goes out. So if you want to check us out on TikTok, um, the clips are up on those. If you don't want to listen to the whole episode, but if you do and you want, you, you, you want to hear your specific team get talked about, go listen to those. And then we have the North coming up today. And our last divisions to preview will be the South, which will be on Friday. And then we will move into fantasy football, which is exciting. Yeah. But you know what's really funny is so there was somebody who reached out to me about our NFC East. Mm-hmm. Right. One person who thought that we were so ridiculously underrating Washington, and I couldn't figure out where the heck he was coming from. We, didn't and we talk about that too? That Washington fans were saying, were saying yeah. that we were underrating them, and we didn't understand why they were saying that. 
But the one that got me the most was the guy who, who texted me and said, hey, you are so underestimating how good the Eagles are going to be. I'm like, I said the Eagles were had the best uh, you know, team how in the we, we, We're underrating a team picking them to win 14 games? Is right. that what Eagles fans are on this year? They're going to go you know, like, 17-0? Come on. Yeah, that, let's, let's get real. Let's, let's let's not be ridiculous here. <laughs> Eagles fans, take your credit and just deal with it. Okay, please. I'm ready for the North. Did you get my the North remembers? Uh, Where is that from? Is that's that from like Game of Thrones, oh, buddy? I was, that's what I was gonna say. I still haven't got to Game of Thrones. So, I, but what? I still was gonna I still was gonna predict that it was from there. It just sounded like, okay. you know, I'm pretty sure Bleach Report did some type of uh, uh, funny thing with the NBA with Game of Thrones, and they and they were doing it with the Raptors. So I think I actually got that reference the whole there you go all right but anyway let's hop in to the division previews let's start in the afc like we usually do with the afc north um we will go four to one explain our reasoning break down the off seasons and what we expect from the teams this season upcoming so with the afc north number four last place in the division i have the cleveland browns Uh, i think this is a pretty you know, I, I think this is a pretty common pick for last place in the AFC North. I'm just not anticipating a lot. And I know mm-hmm. people are going to come on here and talk about, you know, my hatred towards Deshaun Watson. I'm actually going to keep it very low-key today. And I don't, I don't really even feel like bashing Deshaun Watson anymore because he's just, you know, lived rent-free in my head for so yeah. long here. But, you know, the, the Browns, it feels like ever since that OBJ trade, um, ever since they got Deshaun Watson and they've been building this team uh, every year, it's like, this is the year we put it all together. And then it just hasn't been, you know, Baker had the playoff win however many years ago where they shocked the Steelers. And ever since then, you know, they've, they've upgraded the team, but it's gotten worse every year. And, and I just am not anticipating in the AFC, in the AFC North, this division is yep. stacked, man. It, you could sp- you, you could see three potential playoff teams from this division as well. You know, we've said that about several t- uh, divisions in the AFC. So the Browns are the odd team out for me. Um, you know, they're, they're a talented group. I will give them credit. You know, if we mm-hmm. see Deshaun Watson, you know, not come into a season, you know, taking a whole season off and then coming in six games off a of suspension and just playing terrible like he did um, at the end of last season. I, I I'm gonna be honest. Like Deshaun Watson should come into his own. He should be able to throw the ball better. You you, you I, would think, yes. I think him and Amari Cooper, you know, will will form a you know he should be the number one target. Um, but but I have issues outside of that. You know, if this team, you know, this team lost some offensive line, uh, you know, positions in free agency. I have a, you know, I, I don't think this team's gonna be as reliant on Nick Chubb in the rush game as they have in past. This team. Mm-hmm. Nick Chubb has been as has carried this team to multiple wins, and he did it last year when Deshaun Watson played terrible. They still won games because Nick Chubb is, you know, is just that talented. Um, but I'm not I think falling for that narrative anymore. I think their run game is going to struggle a little bit, um, and and I believe, you know, you look at that defense. I think Clowney was somewhat of a lost Haven Bryant. They lost a lot of interior defensive line. It's Miles Garrett, and and just not a lot of help on that that inside. Mm-hmm. They did trade for Zadarius mm-hmm. Smith. Yes. Which was a good pick. So they got another edge rusher there. But this Browns defense, you know, last year felt like they were in a lot of, you know, shootouts at the beginning of that year. 
then they come back and Deshaun Watson wasn't good. So they had to play, you know, their defense stepped up. Uh, they played some lower scoring games, but in this division with, with the three teams above them being more talented rosters, better quarterback play. I just don't see this team winning more than seven, maybe eight games. I don't even put them as a wild card team. I expect this to be a bottom five, bottom six team in the AFC. Wow. Wow. Now, I do believe that one team will, will win a wild card spot out of this group. I don't think there's any chance at two. I, I don't think you're getting three teams out of this division. I, I really I'm not, don't. I'm not saying that, but you know, I'm going to mention the Steelers as a dark horse wild, wild card team for sure. Well, then you're not going to be very happy with my number four pick. So my number four pick is the Pittsburgh Steelers. Okay. I, I think it is time for Mike Tomlin to experience a less than stellar season. Yep. I, you are a big Kenny Pickett fan. I am, I am open to the suggestion that he can be a starting quarterback in this league. Right? I, don't think, I think he's better than Mitch Trubisky. I liked what I saw down the stretch from him. But I don't think that this team is littered with as much talent as they've had in the past, right? Najee Harris is a good running back. He, he came on at the end of the season. But if he goes down like he did before, they have nothing behind him with Jalen Warren and Anthony McFadden. Their wide receiver core, Deontay Johnson, you know, is a decent player. George Pickens had a couple of nice games. And they added Allen Robinson, you know, who's really at the back end of his career. So I don't see any of these guys blowing the top off anything. Flyermuth is a great tight end, and their offensive line is okay. It, it's run-of-the-mill, right in the middle of, of, of pretty much everybody. Where I really have an issue is the defense. I think this is the worst defense they're putting out there in years. I mean, outside of Cameron Hayward and TJ Watt, right? I mean, their back end is Patrick Peterson in it. I mean, that is basically an opportunity for every single quarterback to throw the ball for 300 yards a game. Right. DeMonte KZ and Keanu Neal are so at the back end of their career, both former Cowboys. Right. Mm -hmm. And then you still have Micah Fitzpatrick. And of course, we love Joey Porter being the other corner. But they're, you know, Alex Hasman is, is okay. The rest of the defense is pretty average at best. I think this is an average team. I have this team at eight and nine. Like, I think this is a 500 team. And, and don't get me wrong. Like I, it's not I like don't we're have that off. It's no, not like we're that I, off. I just have the Browns being so much worse. Than well, just. Get, get me, don't get me wrong. When I get to Cleveland and Baltimore, they're not much higher in the win total, right? So it's this is this is a team that I think that two, three, and four will probably all be separated by about a game or so, and they'll all be sort of in that five hundred space, is my opinion. But we could keep moving on. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, I, I predict the Steelers around eight, nine wins as well. You know, sixteen winning seasons for Mike Tomlin. I think that stat yeah. means more you know, then people really just kind of say it and, and just say it to, to kind of be funny. I don't, I, it's, it speaks for itself. Like this it team, the more and more I look at the Steelers roster and what they did this summer, the more I like it. Uh, the, the reason I have them finishing third over the Browns, I do think they have a couple more wins than the Browns this year. I think they're a dark horse wild card team in the AFC. If they could get to nine wins and maybe there's, you know, some teams we don't, that we're expecting to win more, don't pan out and nine wins eventually with some tiebreaker gets you in to a last wild card yeah. spot. We could see that for the Steelers. You know, they, they really, you know, I, I feel like they added some key pieces in terms of, of their weak spots last year at linebacker Cole Hol Holcomb. I really mm -hmm. like as a linebacker there, 
They signed Quan Alexander. They got uh, Landon Roberts from the Patriots, who is a Bill Belichick sort of guy there. Again, the Allen Robinson signing, I don't take too much with it, too. I agree with you on there. But Deontay Johnson, you know, is eventually going to have to come out of this little year or two shell he's been in because he's kind of been very quiet lately, and he's too good of a wide receiver to be that quiet. We already, I already talked about how I believe uh, Friar Muth will finish as a top five tight end this year. And, and I'm a picket fan and I think he's going to be a good game manager and he's going to be able to win a lot of games, you know, this uh, against some, some good opponents. So down, down the last three games are since Seattle, Baltimore, it's just going to be, it's going to be tight for them to make a playoff run. Yeah. I, I just, I, you know, their schedule is, is above average. And- on the difficulty scale. And, and I just, Joey, I don't, I don't see them doing Joey Porter was an underrated pick that they, they were able to snag in the, the first pick of the second round. I think that, you know, again, Patrick Pearson being the number one corner is not a good sign. I agree with you that they are going to get torched, uh, you know, in the past game, especially playing teams like the Ravens and the Bengals, you know, Burrow and Lamar are going to have some record days against this defense, but that pass rush is still elite. You know, your boy, TJ Watt, and having having Hayward there, like th- this defense is going to get a lot of pressures, a lot of sacks, and I like that. The, the 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 X factor for this team, the difference between this team winning six, seven games or nine, ten games, you know, in some crazy scenario, is going to be Najee Harris. We yeah. have to see yeah. that they they actually have turned this offensive line in two years around to be pretty, you know, around league average from one of the worst two years mm-hmm. ago, and mm-hmm. Najee Harris turned it up a little at the end of last year after a really bad start to the year. And he, he had, turned well, it he up. Had the toe, he had the toe injury to start the right. year. So that kind of set him back. It just derailed him and he never was fully healthy, you know, until yep. the end of the year. And we saw some games where he got loose and, and was, you know, active in the passing game. We just have to see an offense, you know, establish rhythm, I think, in, in the Steelers. They, there was too many three and outs, too many, you know, uh, maybe not, not enough, you know, stable drives that they were able to put together. We have to see a more dynamic offense from the Steelers, and I believe 100%. this team could could maybe shock. I, I just I don't see it. So I, I have them at four. You you have Cleveland at four. Have, yeah, I have, I have the Browns have three? winning. Yeah, I have the Browns winning seven games, going seven and ten. Steelers, I will put it eight is eight and nine as well. Okay, so I have the Cleveland Browns in third, and I have them at nine and eight. So I do believe Deshaun Watson will have a better year. I mean, if he doesn't, he will be done. Like, this is a guy that if he can't come out this year after being with the company, you know, with all of that crap behind him and having been with the organization now for a year, like, you got to come out and ball. Like, I mean, there's no doubt about it. I I think that the loss of Kareem Hunt is so understated, right? Having that one-two punch that could give Nick Chubb a break. You know, not having him, although Jerome Ford is on that team, right? And, you know, we love Jerome Ford back in college. Amari Cooper, Elijah Moore, and Donovan Peoples-Jones is an exciting threesome for me. I, I, You know I love Elijah Moore. I think he's got a new lease on life. I think he actually is going to have a connection with Deshaun. I think they're going to showcase a really talented player that the Jets just didn't know how to use. So I really like that. Njoku had a phenomenal season last year, and their offensive line is phenomenal. It's one of the best in the business. Jedrick Wills, you know, uh, Betonio, uh, Wyatt Teller, Jack Conklin, I love their line. And then when you go to the defense, adding Ladarius Smith to Miles Garrett, and Dalvin Tomlinson is a massive human being in the middle, right? And then you get uh, Jeremiah Okusu-Koromora from Notre Dame last year. 
you you Denzel Ward is one of the best corners in the business, and you and Grant Delpit should be fully healthy with Juan Thornhill coming over this year. I, I like what I see here. I, I think this is a solid team. And I know that you're right. Like every year they have a great, great roster on paper. But I think this is a nine-win team. I went through the schedule twice, and I found nine wins in I, a I couple different I went through the schedule, ways. and I think they might have the hardest, you know, of this whole of this whole division. Just well, kind of no. these stretches that they play. I, I cannot find more than seven on this list when we when we go through it. I'll pull it up. Mm-hmm. I'll pull it up once again, but – you, I don't know what what I can you got what I mean Pittsburgh, what, Tennessee, Indianapolis, Arizona, uh Denver, the Rams, Chicago, Houston. But again, I, I just you have to look I, I think looking at this last year and looking at this this year, Browns Jaguars. The Jaguars are a better team than there. They play the Bears I, this year. I wouldn't say that they, that's an automatic win when they play the Bears. You know the Texans in, in Houston automatic. like I think we're I think we're just kind of looking at last year saying that they're going to roll over these bad teams. The Browns are not or the the Bears aren't bad anymore. The Texans aren't that bad anymore. The, they play the Jets second to last week and then the Bengals. It's like the Jets are better. Like I just think the Brown while everyone in this division, while everyone in this conference got better, this Browns team stays the same and I think their quarterback plays weak and I just I, I, again, Deshaun it can't get any worse than Deshaun Watson played last year, but I don't see Deshaun Watson coming out and dueling, out-dueling any of these top quarterbacks in the AFC. I don't see it. Look, it's easy to say that the Houstons and Chicago's will be better. But if you look at the Chicago Bears and the Houston Texans and you put them up against this roster in Cleveland, Cleveland should maybe, win maybe that game the Texans, nine out of every ten Maybe times. the Texans, but I, I, I don't think Stop that. Stop with this Bears. Like, you, I can't wait I don't to get the, to the I don't North. think the, the difference between the Bears and the – I think the – I'll say it right now. I think the yeah. I think I would rather take the Bears to win more games than the Browns this season. I'll say uh, okay, that right then, now. Then, then, then I will make that bet right this second. I I think we should have we made a bet yet for the No, this should be this? the first one. All right. This should be the first one. I got my first, pen. I'm ready. Write it down. First Bears. $25 bet or 20 or 25. What what do we 25. think? 25. First 25 bet of the previewed off, you know, preview NFL season upcoming. I will take the the Bears to have more wins than the Browns this year. Put this on Tic Tac. I guarantee you, eighty percent will be in my corner. I'm sure they will, but I'm you know come come January, I'm, I'll just be laughing here when the Browns are okay. doo doo. But anyway, there's more we, important we, things to argue about, which are these top two teams who I can't wait to talk yeah. about this because right. of our intro. That I can already tell we're going to start off with some different winners in the division. Um. I, at number two, I, I have the Bengals for for this season. It's and, and there's nothing this is kind of like the Seahawks and the 49ers debate that we had mm-hmm. last week. It's like I can't talk bad about the Bengals. The Bengals are a Super Bowl contender. That's mm-hmm. that's not that's not a question. I'm not here to debate that, that they're gonna, you know, take a step back. I still f- feel like this is an 11 12 win team. Um is that you know one of the best teams in the AFC. I just feel like the Ravens are also Super Bowl contenders, and I you know, I'll talk about them after, and I'll talk about how how much faith I have in Lamar Jackson to you know return to MVP form this season. Yeah. But look at this Bengals team, man. It, it it's not much different, and and are you know definitely added some key pieces that they really needed this this off season. So I'm looking at the Bengals right now, and I think their biggest signing was Orlando Brown at at that tackle position. They really solidified. You know, some guys came in and out. The last couple yeah. years, they hadn't been very good. Joe Burrow was getting hit, and now you get Orlando Brown, 
you know, a big left tackle there that, you know, Joe Burrow is going to be more confident playing yeah. behind. So I like that, 100%. you know, I, Terrell Basham. Okay. Former cowboy, Sidney Jones, overrated corner. I, I don't like any of that. Look at some of these free agent losses on the defensive side. Jesse Bates was huge. Mm-hmm. Arguably mm-hmm. the captain of the defense, you know, in, in the, in the secondary huge safety loss there. Von Bell was really good to their Super Bowl run, you know, two years ago. Hayden Hurst was a tight end that we we talked about last season and, and had the season we thought he would have had about 500 mm-hmm. yards receiving there. So, you know, that, that that's some some key pieces there. I thought that their draft was really good. Charlie Jones, you know, is going to have a chance to be a fourth or fifth wide receiver in an already stacked receiving room. Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd. It's, you know, it's not something we need to repeat. Everyone knows Miles Murphy adds to a really solid edge rushing group. Um, and and I, I look at this, I look at this defense and it, it's been, I think the definition of the Bengals defense has been Ben, Ben don't break over the last couple of seasons. It's, it's, it's not elite. It's not top five in the league, but it's, it's borderline top 10. And you know, that's all you need when your offense is this explosive and Joe Mixon is back. He took a pay cut. Yeah. So I like them having that their offensive line is improved. Their offense is going to be one of the best in the league. I have no problem sure. with that. Mm-hmm. Is it weird to say that I think the Bengals are more, of a contender than the Ravens, but I've said this in, in, in past episodes and prior seasons that the Ravens are built for regular season football. And I think that this team has a better chance to win 12, 13 games this season. And uh, the way they run the football, the way Lamar Jackson has got paid. And I think he's going to turn it up back to his MVP level to say that I think the Ravens win more games, you know, one or two more games in, in the regular season. But I still think the Bengals are more of, you know, have a better Super Bowl contend contention roster, but I think this is the year that they're going to have to go through, you know, the wild card. I, I'm okay with your thought process. I just don't think it's going to pan out the way you're expecting, right? right? And so I have Baltimore finishing in second, and I also have them at that sort of nine and eight, ten and seven area. I don't see them nine, getting 12 nine wins. W- nine wins is very disrespectful to a team that is going to be, the, the, you know, a, a, one of the best rushing offenses in the league with Lamar coming back. Their wide receivers, their wide receiver room has completely done a, a 360 and added weapons it, here. Sure. But let, it's my turn. So I'm, number I'm one, speak, but nine wins is one. crazy. Just, okay. Well, number one, Lamar got paid. Now, do yep. we see the... Patrick Mahomes, I got paid, and I'm going to come out and show you why I'm worth all this money. Or you're going to get the, okay, I got paid, and I don't really need to go and do that extra run. I don't need to go and you know get whacked you know, as I'm trying to pick up three more yards. I don't know, Age. I have a guy who wouldn't play in the damn you know playoff game with his yeah, brother. Yeah, because he didn't he... get paid. Now he is paid. It's the opposite. Great. Now he is going and to take listen, the extra hits. I'll believe it when I see it. I'll believe that he's the man behind all of that money when I see it. Listen, I think Lamar Jackson is a very good, talented athlete. You know, I want to see him become a great quarterback, great passer, great with the weapons you've given him with Odell and Zay Flowers and Rashard Bateman and Mark Andrews. I want to see that guy now. Nelson Aguilar is a nice added. I'm really concerned with the run game, which is their identity. Right, J.K. Dobbins is crying about his contract, which I can't understand for a, for any amount of money. This guy hasn't been on the field for more than six games and thinks he's underpaid, which I don't get at all. 
right? Gus Edwards can't stay healthy. Justin Hill can't stay healthy. And you've added Melvin Gordon, who doesn't do anything for me. So I, I don't know that this is the – and I don't think Lamar is going to run as much. So I, I, I think that with, with the new offensive coordinator, Munkin, I think they are going to try to throw the ball a lot more. And I, I want to see Lamar be able to drop back 28, 32 times a game and be effective. And I'm not 100% sure that that's going to be the recipe. I I can I just completely disagree. I I completely disagree with pretty much everything you just said. I think we I, I, I think we this. I think we could see Lamar Jackson's best rushing season yet. 1000 1100 yards coming not from a him. Chance. I, not I don't a I don't see why not. I, I I totally disagree with your argument saying why he just got paid. Highest I, at the time, highest paid player great. in NFL I'll history. Look. You, you don't think he's sick and, and tired of the distractions from last year and the not being able to showcase his talent? He's finally healthy. You know, I just – Let's I, see if he has the heart. I don't know. I haven't seen the heart. So let me see the heart, and then I'll change my mind. Let's go to the defense. Your front seven, okay, amounted for like seven or eight sacks last year. I don't know. Without Calais Campbell and without some of the, the guys who, who they have normally had to rush the passer, guys like Owe, Broderick Washington, Michael Pearson, Justin Madubabuku, right? They don't get to the passer. Madubuku, but nice. Yeah, whatever. But they don't get to the passer, right? So, I mean, Rokon Smith is a phenomenal middle linebacker who will tackle everything that steps over the line. Great. Patrick Queen had a better season last year than he finally, you know, you know stepped up. And then their back end, Kyle Hamilton and Marcus Williams and Marlon Humphrey are excellent. So from a passing defense perspective, the back end is going to save the front end, but they don't put a lot of pressure on the quarterback. And other than Rokon Smith, I think you can run on this team. I think this is going to be just above average team overall. I guess we just have different opinions on on some of these players. Like I think we're, mm -hmm. we're you're you're undermining the addition of how good. You know the addition of um, the linebacker from the Bears, uh, Roquan Smith. Smith. Yeah, I think you're undermining it. The difference in the statistics of the defense going from a mid-tier defense to a top five one last year, it, you know, with his just with his addition in the middle of that defense was insane. And he honestly didn't even have the best statistic, you know, uh, you know, stat, you know, in terms of statistic year when he was yeah. there. So I anticipate him. Being that captain of that defense, I still think pa Patrick Queen had some type of coming out party last year. He's a good coverage linebacker, which you know Roquan isn't isn't the best at. So they complement each other pretty good there. Yes, the edge rushing is it lacks. It might, probably the it is the worst in the division. So their edge rushing lacks. I still think they're a good run stopping team, and they're gonna be good covering you know some of these weapons that this these offensive offenses have in this division. So. My biggest thing, I'm not even really worried about the de defense. Again, this Ravens team, I'm trying to explain. They're, they're just built for the regular season. They're going to they're gonna run the football. They're going to force three and outs. And they're going to they're gonna dominate time of possession. They're going to win a lot of games. So that's why I think Who's nine. Who's going to be running the ball? It doesn't matter. And I'm, Jake, guess, guess what? J.K. Dobbins is going to play. We're, we're talking about five. I'm not saying he's not going to Five play. weeks from now. Put Melvin Gordon back there. I don't care. I think so, oh, so if Melvin Gordon's back there, we're no problem. We're going to get seven, 800 yards out of has Melvin Gus, Gordon. Has Gus, Gus Edwards not been a four, four and a half yards per carry guy the last couple of years? Like, it doesn't matter. The offensive line is good. The scheme is too good. You have to worry about Lamar Jackson. I'm telling you, 
Mark this down. You can put another $25 on this bet. He will have 1,000 yards rushing this season if you want to take that as well. 100% I will take that bet. I no predict problem. Lamar to have 1,000 yards. He'll be somewhere around the 3,500 to 4,000 yards passing. And you right now, you know, maybe I'll go a different route maybe, You know, in terms of I got to look at where my final standings are when we're done with this. Right now, I, I have Lamar Jackson to win the MVP this year. It, it, I, I just think the way it's set up for him to have a comeback season, he stays healthy, you're going to see him return to MVP form. Uh, the way his uniqueness of, of, you know, on the run, his explosiveness, he develop, he's definitely developed as a passer from the last time that we saw him. Uh, I really like this Ravens team. I really am buying into Lamar and this improved – we didn't even talk about the improved wide receiver group with the Zay Flowers edition, Odell Beckham. You know, he's, he even said he thinks this is his last year, and he looks good in camp. I don't think it's his last year because he doesn't have any more left. I think it's his last year because he's trying to go out, you know, still – in, in you know on top in terms of his game so i think this that addition with with bateman being there you got a three-headed monster with your boy andrews who i even talked about taking a step back this year because of the addition of those three and i still like mark andrews because he's mark andrews so they got weapons i'm not really concerned running the ball i want lamar to run the ball most of the time i really like this team well just to give you an idea last year jk dobbins ran the ball 92 times What's yep. his name? Gus Edwards ran the ball 87 times. Like these guys don't stay on the field. They cannot stay healthy. Now, if these team, if these guys stay healthy, yes, it's a potent running back duo for sure. You know, I mean, this is also what, what you call it. I mean, Lamar last year, you know, what was he on the, uh, I mean, again, he didn't play like the last, what was it? Last six games. Yeah. He ran the ball. A, it was just a throwaway kind of season for the, he, for ran, the, the right, but he, he ran the ball 112 times. Right, I mean, thirty more times, forty more times than J.K. And, and sixty more times than Gus. Right, and you think that's going to go down after the ex- after the I extension, do. which I think is ridiculous. I do. I and think you're going to see a guy who doesn't 760 go. Seven hundred and sixty yards in twelve games, and you don't think he's going to have a thousand? I want to up my bet to fifty dollars right now because I think that's ridiculous if you take that. Fifty dollars. It's already wow. in the book. You have to understand, he was running because, A, they had no talent to throw to, and he was running because he absolutely was trying to get $500 million as a contract. Now that he has this money and he has his wide receivers, why does he need to run? Why You just asked, why does he need to run? Only because he's the fastest quarterback of all time. Probably the best running quarterback of all time. And and Uh, he also realizes that Nobody can tackle him. Nobody can stay with him. Like. What are we talking about here? I'm talking about one, think- one bad tackle in this guy's career is done, and that's what he's trying to avoid. He is trying to avoid being RG3. I'm telling you, dude, we wait and see. I mean, a different mental guy. Move on. Go right. to your go to go to. Right, so is that why Baltimore is your number one? Because Baltimore is number one. I think they win the, the division. I think Lamar wins MVP this year. That's that's my pick. Okay, well, I am so not on that bandwagon. I am so on the Cincinnati Bengals bandwagon. I don't know what you're looking at that says, oh, my God, they lost people where they are going to be worried. They didn't. I, I didn't even say anything bad. I, I really didn't. I think I, they lost. I think Jesse Bates. They lost Jesse a- Bates. They got Nick Scott. Like, what a great what? way to, to – Nick Scott from the Rams was a phenomenal safety. Right? Sure, but he's so, not Jesse Bates. Okay. 
It's not Jesse Bates. It, okay, he's one myo, uh, iota of a step down. I wasn't right? even Dax talking Hill, about the Bengals. Dax Hill's going to step up, right? You still have Logan Wilson, Trey Hendricks, J, DJ Reader, Sam Hubbard, you know, BJ Hill. This this defense is still loaded, and they still have the, one of the best defensive coordinators on the planet. I don't think this defense takes that big of a hit. Their kicker is phenomenal. Their quarterback is the greatest thing since sliced bread. And you have literally the best three-headed monster in wide receivers on the planet, right? You've added Irv Smith Jr. to replace Hayden Hurst, that if Irv Smith Jr. is healthy, is a much better athlete than Hayden Hurst will ever be, right? And you have a great offensive line. I, no, I'm sorry. This is a 12-win team. I'm just leaving it at that. I, again, did not disagree with you. I have them as a 12-win you know, 11, 12 win team as well. I even said that. So they what did you have Baltimore? What did you have Baltimore's record? I think, I think Baltimore's a 12, 13 win team. When you, when you look at this again, they are going to run down team's throats. Yeah. Just wait, just wait. I cannot wait for Ravens Browns this year. Cause right. I, haven't the last couple of years been like some 40 point win for the Ravens. It's going to be the same thing this year when they AJ, just run down their throat and when, Lamar when has like 200 draft. yards rushing on them. When we have our auction and draft coming up in a couple of weeks, can you just pick J.K. Dobbins and Gus Edwards so that I have more opportunity to get real backs? I don't even want – I don't want them. I just want Lamar in fantasy this okay. year. You I think Lamar is definitely a target of mine, especially – Let's go to the NFC. Let's go to the NFC. Right there. All right. Because <laughs> now I have $75 in bets, so I'm, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty excited. All right, NFC time. Uh, the NFC North – this division is like you see my you can't really see my hands, but it's kind of like the I don't know emoji. It's like talk about up for grabs. Oh. I mean, talk about up for grabs. This division, and I think when we talk about the division, you got to mention history. This is a historic division, you know, with the old legendary dogs. quarterbacks, legendary mm -hmm. players, dynasties. Like you look at this now, this is the new age of the NFC North. No Aaron Rodgers. The Bears have a new franchise quarterback. The Lions have a new franchise quarterback. The Vikings, you know, just went 13 and four, you know, but regressed a little. So you had two teams that made, had really solid, probably the two best off seasons in all of football, the Lions and the Bears. You had mm -hmm. the Packers lose their four-time MVP quarterback, Aaron Rodgers. The Vikings defense got even worse and they were the second worst <laughs> defense last year. So they're going to, they're going to definitely deal with regression. Like if you look at it, just, I'm, I'm just talking in the grand scheme. Obviously we'll talk about it. You could potentially have a division that first to fourth place is, is the difference between one, two, three games. Like, this is going to be a battle to the end um, in, right, in I, this division. I, I have a question. It, you put your records down for each of the four teams. Is it one game separating all four teams? No, it's, it's not. No, it's not. How, it's not. What's the difference? I'm saying, I'm saying it's the differential right now. It, it's, it's three games. Okay, mine's five, so let's not get crazy. Okay, listen, I I agree with you. There's going to be some wow moments this year because what I'm, anything, what I'm just anybody... trying to what I'm just trying to mention here. It's not like years past. It's not like last year when when the Vikings played the Bears. You knew the Vikings were going to yeah. kill them. This year, the Vikings yeah. play the Bears. Then the Bears could win. Could, could, could split the series there and definitely beat the Vikings this year. The Lions can sweep the Packers this year, which they haven't done probably in. Uh, two decades the Lions have never won the NFC North they could win the NFC North they're favored to win the NFC North this year so I, I, I'm just starting this conversation up with anything can happen and it's going to yeah. be a crazy and I, I can't wait to talk about this division because of how crazy I anticipate it being so anyway I'll start with number four um, and I, I 
I believe the last place team will be the Green Bay Packers. Oh my god. This Packer this team gonna, This is going to be a fun division to go through. Packer okay. team bottom line is going to struggle. You already know how I feel about Jordan Love and we already talked about Deshaun Watson who might be my least favorite quarterback. Jordan Love might be my second least favorite. And what are you what are you basing that on? I'm basing it I I'm basing it off college never liked him. Um, the few instances he's come in for Rodgers, he hasn't played good in really any of of, of the, the matches that or the games that we've seen him. Um, he lacks arm talent. He doesn't really present anything that you know ma- makes him you know in, in in talks to be anything with the quarterbacks in this division. He's definitely the worst in this division, and he's going to come in with a team that. I just I can't see this team succeeding, losing Aaron Rodgers, replacing him with Jordan Love, and Jordan Love being successful in this team rallying behind him. They're going to struggle. Jordan Love's going to be put out there in situations where he's going to go against uh, against some tough defenses this year in the NFC, and I think he's just going to struggle. Uh, th- this defense is still fine when you look at it. Uh, you know they, they have you're word the fine. It's a it's a fine defense. You know I'm pulling yeah. up the the roster as we speak. Um, mm-hmm. It's a fine defense, but they lost Adrian Amos, uh, Jerron Reed, Dean Lowry um, that, that left. Uh, they did actually pick one of my favorite players in the draft, Lucas Van Ness, which I thought mm-hmm. was a great pick. So they established some edge there. They got, they got a D line. They got corners. Jair Alexander's back healthy. Like we talked about it, like this defense should keep them in games. And I think that they'll win yep. six or seven this year, but this offense is stale. This offense is still Christian Watson. It, it took him a while to generate a relationship and a and a chemistry with Aaron Rodgers. You think he's going to do something with Jordan Love? I don't anticipate it. I think Jordan Love. I don't think Jordan Love makes it through the season. I think Jordan Love is benched sometime week for Sean Clifford to week twelve, whatever it is. I think he plays so bad that this that that it's just not an option for them, and they got to look towards the future. That this guy is not going to be it. I anticipate a a bad season for Jordan Love. Their defense might win them a couple games, but I don't see more than seven wins for this Packer team. I I, I got so him. I got him. Dis- I got him at six and eleven. I so disagree with you, but I will save it for a little bit here because it's going to be a while till we talk about Jesus Green Bay. Jesus Christ, that's that is insane. That's great. But, hey, but I did say I did say you could justify any team in this division. So I'm not gonna like. I just disagree. I, I'm not going to crucify you. You know, it's okay. it's fine. That's what that's why I was really anticipating getting to this division. So, all right, uh, you're let, your number four let's, team. Let's talk about my number four team at six and eleven is the Chicago Bears, right? I, I don't I don't see where anybody thinks that this team is a 500 or better team. This is a team that maybe is another year or two away of adding more talent, and they have definitely improved the talent. But they have not improved the talent to be anything more than the 6-11 team. Justin Fields ran for his life last year. And, yes, they added Darnell Wright in the offseason to the uh, offensive line. But he's still going to be running for his life. I mean, this is a, an offensive line that's going to have issues. They have a much improved wide receiver core adding DJ Moore to it. But Darnell Mooney, you know, is a good wide receiver, not a number one. So as a number two, it might be a little bit of a better spot. I am so down on Chase Claypool. That guy just is a a waste of space. And Cole Komet is a serviceable, you know, tight end. 
Khalil Herbert, you're putting a lot of faith in Khalil Herbert. I mean, you, I, I like the fact that they picked up Dante Foreman as a backup, but they are putting all their buckets in, in Justin Fields and Khalil Herbert, and I don't see that that duo going out and winning eight, nine, ten games. Their defense is suspect at best, right? I mean, you added in uh, uh, what's his name, uh, Yannick Ngakwe. Yannick Ngakwe, right? yeah, good signing. Good signing, you know. But overall, you know, I mean, decent, decent players, good linebackers, decent corners. Like this is a decent defense, but it's not a Bears defense back in the day no, when they were top like five. That. No, no, they're not. You know, a, 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 they're not a defense that's going to win games for you. They're a defense that's going to keep you in games. And I am not a big fan of Justin Fields to say that he is going to be so much better than everybody else, knowing that they are going to have to contain his running ability. And and teams are going to scheme for that much better this year. This they have a, a a schedule that I think when you look up and down it, I would love to know how you got to whatever eight, nine, ten wins because playing you know Kansas City, Denver, Minnesota, New Orleans, even Carolina, Detroit twice, Cleveland. I mean, I just I don't see this team winning more than six games. I just, I just don't. I feel like this this team. It just comes down to if if you believe in Justin Fields or not. I really don't think it it, it it it's anything I, else. I, Everyone can can look at the offseason and say they had the best yeah. offseason in the NFL. Well, they had Eight, the most money to spend. That's all that was. What what does that have to do with anything? They spent their money I'm and they got saying. great players. They had an A plus offseason. Better players. They they went from a a three win team in a last place schedule and they took advantage by spending their money and surrounding Justin Fields with an actual offense and, and actual players. So And AJ, don't you think that I've given them credit by doubling their win total? I don't think it's a bad pick. I'm not that uh, – look, th- there are some people out there talking about Justin Fields is a dark horse MVP contender. The Bears Absolutely you know, could not. win the NFC North. I think both those things are, are crazy if you're talking about that. Crazy. I think the – I think those are – we need to slow down because I'm not where you are on Justin Fields. I'm a believer. I, I – I don't understand. I think everyone's forgot who Justin Fields is. Like we're forgetting that he was an unbelievable college quarterback at Ohio State, was a high draft mm-hmm. pick for a reason, and really has you know struggled because this team has been the worst team in the NFL the last two seasons. So I think the Bears have really done a good job this offseason surrounding him with better talent. And I'm again, I'm not where you are on Justin Fields that low, and I'm not one of those crazy people that. Are talking about MVP Justin Fields. This team's not good enough. It's not good enough, and I don't think Justin Fields is going to be good enough this year to be in the MVP conversation. But I think he's going to improve as a passer. I think you saw his his rushing ability is right there with the dude we just talked about, Lamar Jackson, and and it was he could be a better rusher than Lamar. He was his rushing ability last year in some of those games was ridiculous stuff. Stuff we really had hadn't even seen from Lamar and. Certain plays that he would drop back and instant pressure routes couldn't even be produced and he'd make a 50-yard run out of it. That's something that that not a lot of people in NFL history can do. So there's a special gene to, you know, to Justin Fields, and I think that needs to be mentioned. So I, I believe this Bears team's going to finish third. I have them around seven, eight wins there because I was explaining this in, you know, when we were talking about the AFC North, like, when they play Cleveland, I'll give that a win to the Bears. I think the Bears are better than Cleveland. You know, the Bears, again, in this division, the Bears can beat any of these teams. They can go 3-3 three and three in this division. They could go 1-5. They could go 4-2 and two in this division. Like, this, you know, anything is possible for this Bears team 
based on Justin Fields' play. He improves as a passer. DJ Moore is a 1,200, 1,300-yard receiving wide receiver. We're going to be talking about the Bears winning probably more than eight, eight games this season. But this falls on an incredible step for Justin Fields. He was not good throwing the football last year. His decision-making yep. has to be better. He has to read the defenses better. And he has to have better decision-making when he rolls out of the pocket. That is all things that have to improve. You see that improvement. You're going to have a, a more flow in the offense. Again, I think Herbert, you know, running the football again, it's, it's a little questionable how they didn't exactly – you know, it, it try to improve that a little. I thought bringing Montgomery back was a given, and then they didn't end up doing that. I didn't like that from the Bears' side, but they went I, to more. I was, I was I was shocked that they just didn't put all their money into the Alvin Dalvin Cook. Like that would have made a lot of sense. Right. And that's still it's still a possibility that they could do something there. But getting Darnell right, improving the the offensive line was big, um, and I think that'll at least get them to, you know, out of the bottom ten, you know, or, or at least the bottom five there so you're gonna see improvement like you said you have them doubling the win total i have just a little more one or two wins above doubling the win total they're gonna improve um i i think justin fields has a has a good season when you're talking about fantasy it's another guy you want to target is gonna have some big boom weeks um but the people talking about the bears you know in terms of winning this division you're gonna have to see if you if you have them picking if you have them winning division, you're probably picking Justin Fields to win MVP because it's probably the only way that happens. He's going to have to have some unreal, unforeseen season. And I, which see I don't, I don't picks as being insane. Yeah, I, I just don't think that that's reasonable for that to happen this year. It's going to take time for this Bears team to keep steadily yeah. improving and Justin Fields to build on his game. But you're going to see a step in the right direction this year. Okay. So for my number three pick. You're going to hear screaming in our neighborhood as soon as I mention it. Oy vey. I have the Detroit Lions finishing Oy vey. in third. Oy vey. Oy vey. Oy vey. Close your ears, Lions fans. <laughs> Close your ears, right? I mean, th- this is a team that down like down the stretch last year, we were like, go, go, go. We think they're going to make a playoff you know, run. Two in their final 10 games last year. Fen- they, phenomenal. They run. Absolutely phenomenal. You know, I love the coach. I think you know the. I think Jared Goff is underrated. I think that this team has a lot of upside potential. But I heard there's two things that really concern me, right? Number one is I think that you're you're starting to see a defense that is not. It's not improved enough for me no. to say no, that it, they're going to make this next jump. Right. Right. It's, Offensively, it's, they're going yeah. to score. Right. Jamison Williams getting suspended for six games, right, is definitely hurts because I think that, you know, he I was really looking forward to seeing him. But Amron St. Brown is is a top ten wide receiver in the league, if not top seven. Yeah. You know, and bringing back Marvin Jones, I really like. I didn't hate the Jameer Gibbs pick. I thought it was obviously a little early for the Jameer Gibbs pick. But I right. do love the talent him, set. Him and Montgomery, yeah. that's a that's a hell of a duo. That the, and a, and it's a nice one. They're a great punch. running team. That's that's what they needed. Yes. And when you look at Sam Laporta, could be a really good tight end, which they've always done a good job of getting, you know, decent tight ends, especially when you get them from Iowa, you know, so to replace TJ Hawkinson. And, you know, Aiden Hutchinson should take a next step in in his progression. I just think that this team is, it's an above average roster with a team with a lot of expectation that I don't know how they're going to be able to handle very heightened expectations. And, 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 Again, look at the look at the teams. 
they start off with Kansas City and Seattle. They could very easily be 0-2. Very it's what, easily. It's what, it's what they, I've been saying, you know, in terms yeah, they, of, of that start. Some some of these tough games that the Lions are going to have to prove, you know, the, in their, their past couple of years, the games that they haven't been able to win, they're going to have to fully change that around and start beating and, these higher-up teams. And then look how they end the season. At New Orleans, at Chicago, Denver, at Minnesota, at Dallas, home against Minnesota. Going to yeah. be a brutal ending. I think that's an ending they could go one and five. You know, I, I just, I'm, I'm very concerned. Uh, they've got a nice little stretch with Atlanta, Green Bay, Carolina, Tampa Bay, but then they got to play Baltimore and they got to play the Chargers. And this is a, I just don't, I, I see a lot of potential losses on this schedule. Yeah, it's, it's not too, it's not, I, I agree with a lot of what you said. I, the, this is really hard because I mentioned history at the beginning before talking about this this division. The Lions have never won the NFC North. That, that, nope. That's something you have to take in. You know, you, like, you got to take 50, that. 50, 60 years or whatever. You got to take that in to say, how, did the Lions have an offseason, which was very good, I just said, was probably yep. second best behind the Bears. Did they have an offseason that took a, a team that went on a stretch, borderline playoff team last year, you know, we anticipate being a, a wild card contender this year to a division champ, to a division that they've never won. I, I think no. the answer is no. I, I think that's the, the, those expectations are a little high. It's, I, I think Vegas agrees. They have them at plus odds to win the division, even though they're a favorite. It's not like they – I don't think Vegas is very confident in that either. So the Lions, to me, yes, I am a, I'm a Jared Goff fan, and I think he had his best season so far last season. He's confident – with that run game, with a top five offensive line, you're going to see him yep. and Amon St. Brown, you know, have another great connection. Amon St. Brown could have a 1,300, 1,400 season. I love him in fantasy Definitely. as well. Yep. But that def this defense was the worst defense in football last year. Uh, ranked 32nd in total defense. They gave up almost 27, 28 points a game. And, and I don't see really how that is going to change at all. You know, when, when I look at their edge, you know, their edge – position they were bottom they were a bottom 10 team in sacks last year they have Aiden Hutchinson and no one else you know I no love else. Aiden Hutchinson had a great rookie year and I think he's going to be you know a good player but when you take away him no one else on this team is getting to the quarterback they they nope. they struggled to, to stop the run you know last year and their 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 answer to that was Jack Campbell you know who's a really good middle linebacker but not they, they didn't sign really any interior defensive line and Isaiah Bugs you know was there was their three technique or their, sorry, their one technique McNeil, that they right. got. So that's fine. I don't think that solves any problems there. So th this defense, you know, it's, it's a lot like the Vikings that we'll talk about, you know, in a little. I, I think that this defense uh, is, is going to cause problems for this team to win, you know, string multiple well, wins together and, and, and start beating some of these high-powered offenses. Yeah, and losing C.J. Gardner-Johnson is devastating. Yeah, it's devastating. I mean, he was going to be the quarterback of that secondary. Now they added Cam Sutton from Pittsburgh, which is a, an improvement. But then, you know, I mean, they lost Jeff Okuda from you know, and and they. This is a team that I just I just think is going to continue to give up twenty something points a game, yeah. and they're going to win some by scoring my, more, and they're, they're going to have some games where they can. My record prediction for the Lions is nine nine wins. You have you have nine eight. I have eight and nine. Nine and eight, eight and nine. Both records could get them as a wild card team. I think anything. Mm -hmm. 
I think if the Lions don't make the wild card this year, it's a, it's a disappointment of a year. But I think to, to again, we said this last year, and I don't think it made sense to a lot of people, and a lot of people were asking us why, you know, that doesn't make any sense. And I said, probably the last team that I picked to win this division is the Lions. I, I understand I put them to finish second in this division, but there's just a stigma for this team. And, and again, we talked about, you know, Dan Campbell's another one who I know you love, and I, he's a great personality. But I think there's another side of Dan Campbell no one talks about is is the football side of Dan Campbell. He's lost a lot of games, you know, that they should have won. I think that comes from coaching, decision-making, timeouts, field goals mm-hmm. from 50-plus yards weren't good. I think some of his little lines have gotten a little corny uh, because he got to yeah. back up some of these, you know, craziness with wins, and he hasn't done that. So it's a big year for the Lions. They don't make the wild card this year, and you're talking about another – Another four or yeah, five years of hell that they've already been you're in, blowing first, it up. you know, 50, 60. Yeah. So this is a big, there's a lot of pressure on golf and there's a lot of pressure on Dan Campbell. And I don't, I don't like that narrative for the Lions. They've been under no, pressure for a lot, uh, you know, a lot of their, uh, of their existence and they don't usually perform mm-hmm. good under it. And I don't yeah. think that anything really changes this year, but eight, nine mm-hmm. wins is expected. They sh- they're, they're a, they have talented players on the offensive side they're, they should be able to run the football really good. This year, and that'll yep. get them, you know, enough to be a wild card team. Agree. My number two is the Green Bay Packers. Unlike you, uh, my friend, I don't. I there's no I, narrative. I just, I just need to hear why. I just need okay. to hear why. No, number one, there's no narrative to say that Jordan Love is going to stink the joint up, right? I we, we have seen in past history guys that sit behind Hall of Fame quarterbacks who learn the system, who are in the system for three or four years, who then get their chance, typically are above average quarterbacks. And then obviously with Aaron Rodgers, you had, you know, one of the, one of the exceptionals, but these are guys that, you know, again, he played behind one of the greatest quarterbacks in the history of the world. You don't just not learn things, pick up things, watch things. Right. And he has the talent to go out there. And I disagree with you. The one time he played against Philadelphia in relief, I thought he played, you know, rather well. He threw some really nice balls. I think that he gets the whole year knowing he's going to be the starting, pretty much the starting quarterback. He's had the whole training camp to be the starting quarterback. And I think it's going to be fine. You have two guys in, in Romeo Dobbs and, and Christian Watson who are going to be sophomores who went through their freshman year pains, who I think are going to be much better out of the gate, you know, number one. You still have Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon, who is still one of the most potent one-two punches in all of football, both running the ball and catching the ball. So he's got plenty of weapons Right. And add luck. I love Luke Mus- Musgrave at Oregon State, the tight end they got. Right. I think you've got weapons all around. You still have a, a, a really strong line with Bakhtiari and, you know, and uh, Jenkins and Myers. You have a defense that has Kenny Clark and Preston Smith and Devontae Wyatt that can easily, that could definitely rush the yeah. quarterback. You know, your linebacker core of Devondre Campbell, Quay Walker, and Rashawn Gary are phenomenal. Right, and you have Jair Alexander and Darnell Savage on the back end with Rasul Douglas. I don't know why you think this team is going to fall off a cliff. I already mentioned why it's going to fall off a cliff. You went from Aaron Rodgers to to Jordan Love. Like that okay. defense is well, still again, elite. It's an oh, elite defense. Here Here's where they're going to fall off a cliff. They're going to go from being an 11, 12 win team every year to a nine win team. Right. Well, last, I mean, that's last the time I checked, the cliff. last time I checked, they won what six games last year, seven games. So I don't. I mean. The, they they, they weren't they didn't win eleven they didn't win eleven games this year last year they missed the playoffs because the, the Lions spoiled their yeah. their playoffs so I think they won seven they games win, last they year six Yo, look I think I, they, I, I think they I finished seven and ten I'm pretty sure they finished seven and ten because they needed eight to to 
get a tiebreaker and make the wild card. So seven and ten last year. They did not. They haven't won eleven games in a minute. It, you know, it, eight it's and not. Nine. They were eight and nine. Eight and nine. Okay. I just. just I, I'm sorry. Jordan Love's going to suck. He's going to stink it up. Okay. He, he's going to stink it up. This offense is going to struggle. And, yes, the defense is going to win them some games. But you're going to start to see, I feel, the team get frustrated with Love. Um, you know, notice that he's not Aaron Rodgers. You know what I've been seeing in camp? I've been seeing yep. Jordan Love trying to be Patrick Mahomes. Sidearm throws. Uh, you know, <laughs> up, looking the uh, looking the other way and throwing it. Like, that's an immediate red flag for me. Jordan Love, Jordan Love you're not Patrick Mahomes. Stop. Like, the, the, I can, I, I'm telling you, I see it right here. I'm looking yeah. towards the future. Jordan Love benched by week 12. Like, I already see it. He's going to stink it up. I have no faith in him being, okay. being, being this future no. quarterback. Number one, you're not going to bench Jordan Love because you're going to give him the whole year to figure out if it is. Number two, it's not like you're, you're benching him for Sean Clifford. You'd have to be like two wins and completely They might have two wins. They might have two oh, wins stop, by week 12. Stop. I'm sorry. Okay, they, might have, they might have two wins. Move on. I just don't I – don't, I I'm just not confident in Love. Well, at least, at least we have the same team winning the division. Yeah, yeah, we do. Uh, at number one, the Vikings, I think, will win the NFC North again. I think it's you know it's not my it's probably my least confident pick out of all the divisions, um, but it's I'm a not. safe it's a safe pick for the NFC North. Uh, they won 13 games last year. It was kind of an overachieving 13 wins. A lot of one score games that from the previous year a didn't lot. go their way. Uh, this past year they did go their way, wasn't it? Okay, Thir- 13, 11, wins? 11, 11 one score games, the most in NFL history. Yeah. And here's the best stat you're ever going to hear. In those 11 wins, right? Or, or they had 11 wins with with uh, under one score for their total season. Their plus minus in points for versus points against was minus three. Yeah. This Pretty team nuts. won 13 games and were minus three in overall Pretty points. Nuts. Yeah, they, they had they had somewhat of a of a they had the two they had the two blowout losses. They had, yeah, they had somewhat of a Alex. miracle a miracle season. Mm-hmm. You know the. The Bills game comes to mind. Justin Jefferson's catch, the amazing One comeback in. versus the Colts. Um, they also lost yep. forty to three by the Dallas Cowboys. Like mm-hmm. weird season, you know. But ended up winning weird thirteen season. games and then losing to the Giants in the wild card. So, yep. No, the the Vikings aren't a contender anymore in the North. You know, somehow they're second to last defense. The only one worse was the Lions last year. Got even worse this season. You know, at least they were able to re-sign Daniel Hunter which Thank I think God. is a big re-signing, you know, and get Marcus Davenport. So their defensive line yep. is in, is somewhat intact, but Dalvin Tomlinson was a huge interior defensive lineman. He's gone. Peterson left there a long time. Linebacker Eric Kendricks is gone. And in this draft, you know, they decided to go with another wide receiver, Jordan Addison, which I like the pick. I like Jordan Addison. I think he has a good rookie year, especially being the second wide receiver to, 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 um, I don't. I can't even speak. Justin Jefferson. Uh, to Justin Jefferson. Uh, but when you look at this, like, yeah, they went with some corners in the third, fourth round. Jay Ward, I think, is a better pick than Mecky Blackman. Um, yeah. But like a backup quarterback in the round five, a running back in round seven. They cut, you know, Dalvin Cook. Like this defense is yet again going to be what hurts this team, and they're going to be in 30-29 game, you know, point shootouts uh, once you know again. But you know what they have? 
they have the offense to score 31. Right. That that's the that that is they have the best offense in this division. Um, and Kirk Cousins is going to do his thing in these one o'clock games. He's going to perform well. You know, I'm sure he'll he'll be primetime Kirk and Did lose you just some say of those. in the one o'clock games. Come yeah, on. Yeah, because <laughs> we know that Kirk Cousins doesn't win in primetime, but when he plays at one o'clock, he you know is one of the hey, best QBs have, in the league. Did you see all the game balls on, in his den in quarterbacks? Yes. Okay, those were all the primetime games, man. Yeah. First of all, do do we have maybe we have a bias because how much more do you like Kirk Cousins since this documentary? Yeah, a lot more. I mean, you definitely he definitely showed you how hard he works and his his dedication to the game and I, did you know, anybody how, how many get hits hit more? Takes. Right. Does anybody get hit more than this guy? How no, his no, ribs no. are still intact, I will never know. I mean, and he it, gets a beating. And I mean, I still like Cousins. You know, you're not going to see any fall off. He'll still be the above average quarterback. He will. And his connection with Jefferson and now Addison, you know, Hawkinson is still the tight end. Like this offense is just going to, you know, come down your, you know, just, just go down the field um, and, and really score points. And especially with Madison coming in as a starting running back this year, fresh legs, he could, you know, he could definitely take that, that running back one spot, you know, by storm. I mean, when mm-hmm. you look at this schedule, it's tough games, but they kind of lucked out. They, their, their, their hardest games, they got at home. They got Kansas City at home. They got San Fran at home. They got New Orleans at home. Um, you know, they, 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 they're really only games on the road that they're going to struggle to play is Philly, which is the second game of the year. So at least they, you know, get to attack Philly early, just like they did last season. Yep. I just feel like this Vikings team, yes, will regress I don't understand how that defense got even worse, which is tough to see. Um, but 13-win regression is still going to put them at 10-9 wins, and I think they eventually win this division. Um, if, if the rankings end up looking like they do as I predicted them, you know, the Vikings-Lions played two times in the last three weeks. That is going to determine, you know, who wins this division. So nine wins definitely may, may well win this division for sure. So... I think they regress from 13 wins to 11 wins in that in that perspective, you know. But I still think this is an 11 win team. This, this offense, to me, with all the Jays, right? Justin Jefferson, KJ Osborne, TJ Hawkinson, Jordan Addison, CJ Ham, all the Jays, right? I mean, this is a team that is going to score 30 points a game almost every game. I, I mean, I just I, there's not a lot of defense that they're gonna they are going right. to stop this team. Right. Philly would probably stop them. Dallas will probably stop them. You know, but like most teams, they are going to put up points. Yeah. Right. Justin Jefferson is the best wide receiver in the league. Hands Number one pick in fantasy this year. And he should be because he's that damn good. And Kirk Cousins is a very, very above average quarterback. Right. I think on the defensive side, you know, you know, Dean Lowry and Daniel Hunter, I, I don't think is a terrible one-two punch in terms of rushing the, the passer. You know, they added Jordan Hicks from Arizona to to take Eric Kendrick's place. I mean, Kendrick's was getting a little long in the tooth. So, you know, Jordan Hicks could be a little bit of an upside. I love getting Marcus Davenport, you know, out of New Orleans. I, I think he is an exceptional uh, pass rusher. So you've got some pieces there. The back end is where it scares the crap out of me, right? Booth, Harrison, Smith, you know, Cameron Bynum and Byron Murphy Jr., Right. I mean, yes, Patrick Peterson is in there, but it's not like they improved, you know, too much. No. This is going to be a team that probably gets blown out four or five times this year. And every right. other time they're going to win in a lot of those close games, 35, yeah. 28. Yep. Which is what you saw last year. So it's it, you're going to I think you see a couple more of those one score games not go their way. 
but they're still going to win a lot of them. So that's why I think it's the safest pick to win this division. Again, it's up for grabs, just like you put the Packers second. And I think it's ridiculous. You know, I think the bears that I put third also have a chance to win this division as crazy as it sounds, just like the lions do. If somehow the bears do not. Okay. So just to recap, we have a $25 bet on who will have more wins, the bears or the Browns. Yeah. Okay. I like that. We I have like a $50 one. bet that Lamar Jackson will have a thousand yards rushing. And I, I would that. like to make, and I would like to make another $25 bet that the Chicago bears come in last place. Ooh, I like, yeah. Why not? Yeah. I'll take that okay. one as well. All right, cool. All right. So we got a hundred dollars on the end on the A on the NFC North. And that's that, I think that's the way that it should be with with these two divisions. They're the they're the you know most up in the air, and, and we have you know some different opinions. So it's either right yep. or it's wrong. So, yep, I like that. All right, we just have the AFC le- South left, buddy, or AFC and NFC South. Yeah, the two it's, worst divisions in football. Yeah, so it won't be as exciting as episode, but we get to finish it out well, Friday, and then it won't will, be as exciting. Uh, However, it will be interesting to see how we carve out the nfc south yeah the nfc I think south the tweet, is like just because a, with up for grabs i think a worse version like this is not yeah, gonna be fun to talk about it it's gonna be the winning you know the winning team is gonna have maybe eight wins but it, it you want to talk about anybody winning that division mm-hmm. you can make a case for almost anybody yeah definitely could so we'll see everyone friday and then it's fantasy football time let's go